Good morning and welcome to The Daily Oz. It is Friday the 24th of June and on today's podcast we're talking about passport delays. That is very on theme with the fact that I will not be on the podcast for a couple of weeks but more on that later. Sam, what's making headlines today? The first headline of your Friday, Education Minister Jason Clare has said that the national teaching shortage is getting worse, not better, those are his words, due to ongoing COVID-19 impacts and flu during the winter. While speaking in Darwin yesterday, Clare said he will raise the teacher shortage issues with the education ministers of the states and territories when they next meet. Victorian Deputy Premier James Molino and Health Minister Martin Foley are among four members of the Labor government in Victoria expected to retire at the November state election. Premier Daniel Andrews is expected to announce the retirements of Molino, Foley, another person, Police Minister Lisa Neville and Industry Minister Martin Pakula. So that is expected to be announced today. That'll force a front bench change for the Labor Party, which has held government in Victoria since 2014. To overseas news now, and federal prosecutors in New York have recommended that Ghislaine Maxwell be sentenced to at least 30 years in prison. Maxwell will be sentenced in a Manhattan federal district court next week on charges of sex trafficking in connection with convicted sex offender Jeffrey Epstein. Maxwell's lawyers last week asked the judge to impose a prison sentence under 20 years. Finally, some Friday good news. The European Union has announced new legislation to repair damage done to Europe's nature by 2050. This includes a target to, quote, repair the 80% of European habitats that are in poor condition. It says the law will include legally binding targets that will apply to every member state. I'm extremely annoyed. I'm cold. I didn't have breakfast. I'm just really trying to get my passport done. It's been a while. I lost my passport. I just needed to let them know that I've lost it. But they wouldn't take my call. All right, Sam, I don't know about you, but my personal Instagram has been filled with images and videos of people lining up for passports. Now, just months ago, it was people lining up for COVID tests. It appears there is a new frontier of this post-pandemic life, and it is passports. So how do we get ourselves into this situation where people are waiting for weeks to renew or receive a new passport? As you said, it is definitely the pandemic that we can blame for another inconvenience in our lives, with borders closed and international travel essentially non-existent during the long pandemic, a lot of people didn't really see the need to renew or apply for new passports. However, it's all caught up with them now. After years of sitting in bottom drawers at home, demand for international travel and therefore demand to use your passport has surged, which means millions of Australians either need to renew their passport, which might have expired during the pandemic, or apply for an entirely new one. Now, this is essentially packed in what would usually be two years of passport demand into a couple of months. And that has made it really difficult for the Department of Foreign Affairs and Trade, we know them as DFAT, to process passport renewals and applications without significant delays. Now, from where I'm standing, it looks like a bit of a perfect storm of factors that are resulting in these delays. Do we know just how high demand is right now? We heard a bit at the beginning of this segment about what people's frustrations are, but how bad is it? So we've got some numbers from DFAT. They say they've been receiving about ten to 12,000 applications each day, which is a fair increase from their normal levels, which sits at about that seven to 9,000 daily applications mark. 
So this means that DFAT has officially recommended allowing up to six weeks to renew or receive a new passport. But TDA has been talking to people in passport lines this week at the passport office, and some of them have been waiting up to 10 weeks and still don't have one. We've seen incredibly long lines and people being on hold on the phone for the phone offices for several hours. And that's because staff simply don't have the resources to help everybody who needs assistance to go overseas imminently. We know that the June-July period is always a really busy time for Australians travelling overseas, and with the reopening of international borders, this is where the perfect storm seems to come into it. Now, on one hand, this sharp rebound for travelling is actually a really good thing. There's high demand for international travel, and this means that many people in the travel industry can get back to their jobs after two really bruising years during the pandemic, and they'll certainly have their hands full over the next couple of weeks and, and beyond. On the other hand, it's definitely caused a lot of stress and frustration for travellers, not to mention people working for DFAT itself. And this will hopefully come to an end as people transition out of life under the cloud of the pandemic and start to get all their forms in order and have valid passports to use. Okay, so there does appear to be an end in sight, but is there anything being done in the meantime to alleviate the delays that we're hearing about so often? After spending a little bit of time on the back foot, DFAT now says it's begun training more staff to work at its call centres and passport processing offices to try to meet this surging demand. While they expect delays to reduce over the coming weeks, we spoke to Dean Long, and he's the CEO at the Australian Federation of Travel Agents. He said he expects the demand to last at least until the end of the year. We spoke to him earlier this week and he offered a bit of advice for those needing to update their passports before they head overseas. If you desperately need to go overseas and you've left it to the last minute, pay the priority transaction fee. They're still achieving that two-day, um, two-business day once the passport office um, returns about it. So it'll be $500, um, you know, give or take a few dollars here and there. Um, that means you'll still be able to get on your plane. Uh, but for the most part, most people have at least six to eight weeks that they've got um, that window before they travel. This bit's important. Long said he would allocate eight to 12 weeks for any passport to either be renewed or provided rather than the six-week period advised by DFAT. We've spoken about the fact that now seems to be the hectic time in travel. It's summer in the Northern Hemisphere. A lot of people are wanting, if they are able to, to get out of this cold winter after many years in the country. What other things are we seeing outside of just these passport delays that are the results either of the pandemic or other unforeseen consequences. Zara, your flight's in a couple of hours for your long-awaited holiday. I think you should leave for the airport ASAP. It's really going to test the strength of the air transport industry after years of planes being grounded and thousands of staff redundancies. Sydney Airport, for example, shed about 15,000 jobs during the pandemic, but now finds itself understaffed and seemingly unequipped to deal with the next few weeks weeks where it's expected that 2.1 million passengers will join you by traveling over this next period. There's been instances of flight delays, cancellations, and missing baggage over recent holidays. None of that, of course, Zara, is going to happen to you. So to avoid these delays, your best bet would be to give yourself plenty of time to get to the airport and check in for your flight in case anything does go wrong. Airports usually recommend arriving three hours before any international flight, so get in your Uber and off you go. On that very carefully curated point, this is my last podcast until mid-July, so 
So you will be in the very, very capable hands of Billy Fitzsimons, who is normally our editor and will for the next couple of weeks also be the daily podcast host. Until then, have a brilliant weekend and Sam and Billy will be back on Monday. Bye.